We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. We got to hit the music tonight. Yeah. We turn it down a little bit lower, J. Ellis, because uh, <laughs> it got a little ugly. But my guy Julius Randle, after Monday night's loss, he was on a mission. He wanted to come out, get his team fired up, mm-hmm. come out with some energy, and he did just that. Yeah, so did. And even though they did their best, I mean absolute <laughs> best, to lose this one, the Knicks still leave Chi-Town with the W, most importantly, 107-103, let's get it going, Julius was in his bag, 27 points for Julius, in his Flash Brother bag, Jails, three yeah, straight man. threes in the first quarter to set the tone for the team, then we had RJ Bully Barrett in his bully bag, getting to the to, into the paint at will, and mm-hmm. executing, finishing. But last but not least, we got to give a game ball to Mr. Burner Account, <laughs> Alfred Payton. And we'll get to that later. But Mr. Burner Account, Alfred Payton, with a 20 points, 8 rebound, 4 dime explosion tonight. Mm-hmm. Just enough to get the Knicks 107-103 dub. This is Knicks Post Game Live. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley Moss, JL is in the building. JL, give me some thoughts on this game, man. Uh, yeah, first and foremost, like you said, CP, that first quarter was pivotal. Alfred Payton, 10 points in that first quarter alone, ran out three straight threes, held the Bulls to only 17 points, and they didn't, really hit, they didn't even hit a three in the first quarter at all, you guys, not at all. So yeah. the defense was definitely on point, especially in that first quarter. You can really see the back the back door cut like we saw in the first yeah. game. The three-point line was shut down. All in all, really good performance in the first quarter. Uh, the second unit, though, the defense of the second unit kind of let the, the game, let them back in the Ooh, game a little bit. Sure you did. saw it in the second quarter, and you saw it in the third quarter as well, and that's when the Bulls made their run. Um, but like you said, man, Julius Randle, he was the flamethrower of the night, man. He would not let them yeah. lose Oren. 
Uh, he, he found Reggie Bullock for a, a game-changing three-pointer at the end that helps um, the Knicks peek away and keep the lead going. And the Knicks come out with this lead, man. and they come out with the win. Doing their best trying to throw it away. Doing their best to throw this one away, <laughs> man. But we got the W. Ash, what, what were your takeaways today? Listen, this was complimentary basketball. Everybody got involved. Everyone was doing their part. Everyone, you know, was holding their weight. And, you know, we dominated the offensive glass. We were able to keep the Bulls, you know, offense stagnant by going ahead and getting those rebounds. So everyone and everything on both sides of the ball was clicking. Also, the key to this game was really obviously Zach Levine and somebody you always have to look out for. But listen, that Swedish monster that they have in Chicago put up over 20 points on us on Monday night in the first half. And a big part of tonight's game was locking him down, making sure he wasn't out there, you know, playing the long ball game and chucking up 30 footers like he was on us in Monday's game. And we did a good job in icing him tonight. So, you know, defense was on top of things. Obviously, there were moments in the game where, you know, it was a little bit old school mix and we were doing everything we could to yeah. give the game away. But yeah. we snapped back out of it and, you know, it helped us really stay in this game. So. Snapped out of it, man. And as you said, marketing put 30 on our head on Monday night and they were able to hold them to nine points. I thought that was excellent. Um, again, once again, Julius, five for seven from downtown in his Splash Brother bag. I just loved his energy coming out. He backed up his words from Monday night and, and really set the tone for this team early. And we, we needed him on the on the three-point line, JL. Yeah, once again, it. five for seven from downtown. No other Nick had more than two, which was quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we got to look at that a little bit more in terms of getting Julius out there in the three-point line in this starting unit to kind of help us get out in front and not uh, keep us in, in those slow starts. And one of the ways we could do that, which I really love what they did, was running the offense through RJ. I mean, you yeah. saw the pick and roll. They ran that same pick and roll play two, three times in a row in that first quarter, and RJ was dominant. And and that's how you're going to get him the ball. These are the plays that Tibbs ran for Jimmy Butler, whether it was in Chicago or Minnesota. Off the side pick and roll, off of the off of, yeah, off of the elbow, and RJ was executing, man, and he was getting into the paint, he was getting his shots off. Or later on in the second half, that got them lob was there for Mitch. So I love to see them taking advantage of RJ in that passing game and, and really just getting him downhill as well. Yeah, I agree with you, C P. Like if you notice over the last month, they've been slowly implementing RJ into the offense and having him just kind of make more decisions. And I feel like over the last week the, the workload for RJ has kind of increased and it's, it's paying off and you're seeing the dividends. Also, you know, also notice that threes have cut down significantly in the last, I would say, three or four games yeah. living in the mid-range. Like in the said. mid-range. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. And the efficiency from that end has been pretty good. So kudos to RJ, man. I'm really, really loving the way he's been playing. I, I, I still strongly believe if he didn't get into foul trouble, in that first Chicago game that we might have had a better chance to win, for sure. And, okay, so I see the chat saying he's from Finland, not Sweden. There are such things as Swedish Finns because Swedish is one of the languages that they speak in Finland. So I think that's correct. But if it's wrong, I apologize. But I think the way that I said it is correct. I know he's from Finland, but that is one of the predominant speaking languages in Finland. So oh, just, oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. So if he is, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, all, all good. All good to the Swedes and the Finns out there. No, no problem. Um, Peyton, 
you got to call Peyton to the stage, man, because, you know, we, we look for these type of games from Peyton like every once in every 10, and, and he delivered tonight. He was aggressive and once again set the tone. You know, the, the Bulls had no interior defense out there. With no Wendell Carter, they yeah. have no interior defense out there. You wanted the Knicks to really capitalize on that. That's, this is, that's our A game. That plays right into our strengths in attacking the rim, and I thought Peyton also set the tone very early, was very aggressive, and he finished well. He finished yeah. well, 20 points, 9 to 19 from the field, and even had a clutch bucket, man, down the stretch when they gave it to him in the fourth, and he shot that three, man. I was cringing. Yeah. So I was cringing. Like, don't take that shot. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> but, yeah. But he okay. ends up, he yeah. ends up capping yeah, the night yeah. off with, with a nice shot in, in the paint. So go for Peyton on the bounce back game, man. Go for Peyton on the bounce back game. Was yeah. anybody else, like, at a loss of what to do <laughs> with Peyton tonight? Yeah, exactly. I had to react. Nah. Because you know, I I was sitting there like, okay, my joke's gonna have to tuck him away. because hey, he, he just bought himself <laughs> another ten games in this starter yeah, rotation. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I say, gotta wait today. Yeah, I will say this though, Chicago man, they didn't they didn't let him shoot. They they were playing up on him like he was yeah. like a, a threat. So I mean, if you're gonna play up on Peyton, he's gonna drive by you all day. Yeah, that's his game. <laughs> it it, it wasn't until like the second half I felt like they tried to lay off him a little bit. But um and um you know he missed one and and made one. But um, yeah, kudos to Peyton. His number was called, and he scored. Yeah. When, when Peyton plays well, we we beat teams like the Bucks. You know, yeah, that, that's <laughs> a fact. Have to play well consistently, and uh, that hasn't been the case. But you know, every three or four games or so, it's coming. I believe the stat was they're eight and two. Uh, whenever he scores more than t- more than five buckets, whenever he puts up, whenever he scores more than five buckets in the game, they're eight and two. Mm. So you know, they need him in this offense because they're also two and eight. Whenever they trail a team in the first quarter. So, you know, Julius is doing his part. RJ's certainly been doing his part. And if Peyton is going to be in this lineup, these are the type of games that we need from him. No doubt about it. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, I thought, um, give credit to the bigs. You know, I thought Mitch getting on the board yeah. early and really making his presence felt was, was a great tone setter as well. 11 boards for Mitch tonight, eight points. And I thought Noel was outstanding with the second unit. I, I thought Noel really did a good job protecting the paint. He finished with three blocks tonight. So give credit to the Knicks bigs. Even though the Bulls went small with Thaddeus at the five, uh, Tibbs stuck to his game plan and, and his bigs delivered for him for sure. Yeah, he was definitely playing impressive defense. I mean, there was a part, I want to say it was in the fourth quarter, um, that he was just, it looked like they were playing volleyball out there. Everything was getting smacked. Like, the Chicago couldn't get nothing up on him. So, yeah, it was definitely a good defensive effort from him tonight. Great performance on his end. See, that's for real. I I love what I saw from him. And Noel's been playing good defense for the last few games. Yeah. He's been really good. Yeah, yeah. He's been really good. I mean, he's he's had his crazy moments where he has his lapses where he just, does dumb stuff, but for the most part, he's made some incredible plays, and I like that he didn't fumble the ball today. He didn't really fumble the ball today, so kudos to Noel. He didn't he had the glue on the hand today. He was able to catch some nice <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact, because between him and Mitch, man, they need some glue on their hands, and, and uh, <laughs> I still don't get how some of these guys pass it to him so tight in the paint, knowing that these guys don't have hands, but that was man. part of the several turnovers in the fourth yeah. quarter. Austin yeah. Rivers stumbling and bumbling foot tricks, you know, doing his best to sell this game. You had one play with Alex Burks throwing it behind the back, JLs to yeah. Noel. I'm like, yo, what are we doing here? We did our best to 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 try to lose this game, man. It was just by luck that we got this W, man, for sure. 
Yeah, and my thing is Alec Burks is usually the guy I trust at the end of the game. I mean, I'm usually I'm usually yelling at Bullock. Well, Bullock <laughs> again, once again, you saw at the end of the oh, game, Bullock, Bullock got the down. rebound, and I'm like, no, not Bullock. And then he turns the ball over with the pressure on every single time without fail CP. And I, I feel like it was in the same spot. That's he was in that same spot yeah. on the baseline last time when he turned the ball over, tried to pass it to Mitch, but. Thank God we escaped and won the game today. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, because I would have, listen, this would have been a whole different show. Yeah, because this would have been a whole different show. This yeah. would have been a whole different show. Uh, but they get the win anyway, man. And I think another thing I, I definitely want to point out is um, the the three-pointers, three-point offense. Knicks 11 for 22 tonight, 50% from the three. Very rarely do they win the three-point matchup tonight. And, yep. and this Bulls team, that's a top 10 three-point shooting team. I believe they average about 14 makes a night on 38% shooting. Uh, only shot six to thirty-six from the field, sixteen percent. I believe that was yeah. the lowest of the season. So give credit to the Knicks defense, and and also you know what, it's a, it's a make or miss league. And Monday night this Bulls team was executing on the three, and and tonight not so much. So you know, yeah. that's did you guys see Obi hit one or two of those? Obi Obi splashed <laughs> his first one. Obi splashed he, his first three. Tonight. He got one up there, so it was it yeah. was nice to see him get the rock in his hand and actually make a shot that yep. was long range and for it to hit. So. I mean that was that was a nice change of pace, change of things. Two for four. Yeah. Two for it looks four pretty too, dog. man. I feel like when Obi, I feel like when Obi gets it, that that shot is, might be a, a butter bread and butter shot, man. Because it looks really pretty when it goes yeah. in. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully even more reps, man. We'll, we'll see more from Obi. So. Uh, good game overall, 107 to 103. Let's salute everybody in the chat, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. How you guys feeling in the chat? Leave us a comment and let us know what you thought about tonight's game. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new, and we will shout you guys out. We got a ton of super chats that came in. First off, I definitely want to shout out the Rhyme Animal Chuck DJ Elson Ashley. Been in the chat, vibing with everybody. 1,200 strong in the chat. And uh, Chuck B's in there talking Knicks. So salute to Chuck for always supporting us. Definitely want to shout out. Iller sends a super chat. He says, good luck to my brother Iggy at Westchester. Stay positive, work hard, make it happen. You got this. And you're finally free. So, no thoughts on the game, but he's all on he's all on Iggy. All right. Jason Barkley says, hey, guys, Randall needs to make the all-star team. It'll be tough with all the forwards in the East. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Vote Julius, man. Julius deserves it. He, he definitely deserves it. He's earned it, and I really hope he makes it. So, let's definitely make sure we send those votes in and get Julius to the dance. I think they said the all-star game is going to be March 6th, right? I, yeah, I, I think March 7th. March I think 6th? it's March okay. 7th. March 7th. Yeah. Um, on, it's on going to be a one-day thing um, in Atlanta, uh, supposedly, allegedly. That's mm-hmm. kind of what's being talked about. And it's going to be both the All-Star game and the skills competition, skills competition in the same yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, hopefully um, Julius makes it, man. Chuck D with a super chat. He says, Elf needs a KFTV chat printed pregame with the team scouting report. Julius was calm, man. Last 14 minutes was chaos, though. Yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure, man. Uh, other channel name says Ashley with the Scandinavian slander. I'm sorry. I thought he was Swedish. I am so sorry it's if I offended it's anybody. It's I am sorry. He's yeah. Finnish. Shout out to Finland. I am so sorry. I will not make that mistake again. I, you know why I said it? Because I heard Clyde call him Swedish. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, that's it. But, you know, my so apologies. I should have Googled yeah, it. Clyde's it. Fault. Oh, guys. Right, it was Clyde's My fault. bad. 
Uh, Chuck also says, Zach Levine showcase was club soda. That man is a future Laker, maybe Clipper, maybe Heat. Not a New York Nick. We have the R God to give the ball. Love that comment. And Zach Levine, man, oh, my God. Did you see he had one play where he gets a dunk in their, you know, furious comeback? Then yeah. the next play he tries to shoot a four-pointer, J. Ellis. Damn near. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing man feeling it terrible decision maker bro terrible yeah. he's a bucket a terrible decision maker man terrible yeah it's it's one of those things it's like when you're developing you kind of try to figure out if you can make those shots or not and he's a he's a, a good bad shot maker so it, it's it's tricky because you know steph curry mm-hmm. he Who's the guy who's going to tell steph curry not to shoot it right he, yep. but he probably uh bricked it before he started to make those so it's, it's kind of tricky coaching certain guys like that and i, I would say yeah. the same thing about emmanuel yeah. quickly as well you know yeah <laughs> uh, agreed man all right let's hear from the people man let's go to east new york jay's up first jay how you feeling bro it's ashley how y'all doing tonight Hi. Well, yo yo jay do me, do me a favor no speakerphone bro no speakerphone turn on speakerphone i don't uh who was that you sound like he's in the hallway or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was like it was like a whatever win. You know, it wasn't really nothing too special about tonight. The one thing that I did notice is like if RJ could consistently hit about three out of five, you know, threes, like he's definitely gonna be a twenty plus a night guy. Like he just gotta be more confident in shooting. I know he gets to the basket, he does it really well, the mid range is cool, but you got to work on that three-point shot, you know. And also, I feel like they should get Mitch a little bit more involved in the offense, especially when we go on against teams that's food in the paint. Like, he should be getting more than five shots a game, you know. Yeah. But other than that, good one. You know what I'm saying? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, you take those and – uh of course, you want to see RJ, you know, be more proficient from the three. But if he's doing this, what he's doing every, you know, what he, if he's doing what he's doing tonight every night, I'm I'm good with it. That that you're still getting production out of that. I, I can't complain. Why do I Why do I need to see RJ better from the three right now? I'm confused. Yeah. Why do I Why do I need that at this moment in time? That's that's maybe down the line, maybe next season, season, you know, two seasons from now, definitely let's have that conversation. But you know, JLS and I spoke about this on Monday's show, I'm okay with RJ doing what RJ can do right now. Stick to your bread and butter until you develop different aspects to your game. There's no reason to try to pull every trick out of the hat when you haven't mastered every trick. You know, what he's good at is driving in the lane, getting those floaters, taking it to the rim, you know, moving in between defenses, being, you know, um, Crafty, very crafty, yeah, like you know, he being crafty. If you watch when he was when he had the ball in his hand, one minute he's dribbling with his left, then he switches to his right, then he goes back to the left to make a shot. Like do with yeah. do what you know how to do and do it well. And once you're able to incorporate other things, then incorporate them. I don't need him to rush. What's the big deal? Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah, snake dribble is looking yeah, nice yeah. out there, JLs. For real. And on top of that, I mean, the last two games he hasn't been hitting. But I do feel like there was still like a nine or ten game stretch where he's shot pretty well from three. Yeah. Uh, my memory serves me correctly. So I don't think all is dead from RJ from three. But I don't also think he has to live there if he's just this efficient, you know, from the inside. Go ahead, bro. Finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, no, that's, that's it. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to if he's this efficient from the inside, especially if you have the right guys around him. 
I'm moving forward, you know, past this season, I think he'll be perfectly fine. Study DeRozan, man. Somebody in the chat said the same thing. Study DeRozan, bro. You're getting the mid-range down, you're getting to the line, you know, and sinking, you know, five out of eight, four out of eight. That's, that's a good night. 17 and yeah. 20s range is, is where we need him to be with Julius's productivity. Everybody else needs to pick it up. But, but listen, I, I love what RJ is bringing to the table, man. The craftiness. Yeah. Getting into the lane. <laughs> On top of that, he was, team scorer. he was leading in, you know, scoring for the team up until, what was it, the third quarter? Yeah. Or, yeah, like 17. Like, he's good. Yeah. He's fine. Well, Just, we don't need him to more on his plate than we need to. It, it's okay. R- he can do what he's good at right now. We're going to relax. RJ was definitely in his bag. And if you guys. Second year, man. Yeah. He's 20 years old. He's going to be a monster. Yeah. And if you guys <laughs> notice, if you. If you guys notice, I, and I do agree with Jay, you know, I'd love to see them execute the Gotham Lab a lot more with Mitch, but if you notice, they were running mm-hmm. with RJ, not Peyton, as much. It yeah, Mitch has to catch, RJ. too. Mitch has to catch because every, if you notice, we start off the first and the third quarters with the same play. Mm-hmm. And it's been happening for the last two or three games. And Mitch just has to catch that because it's there. But yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, but also, you know, they pack the paint. So yeah. those, those passes, they have to kind of be precision. But um, it's, it's, it's coming, it's coming, and then when we get some more personnel to stretch the floor, I think it'll become a little bit easier, too. Absolutely. Not only that, but we can't overlook the improvements RJ has made in his game overall. I mean, look at his free-throw shooting percentage. Absolutely. It's drastically Dressing. better than it was last yeah. season, and he again, he's only 20 years old. I mean, yeah. RJ hasn't even reached the type of player that he can be yet. He's still in those developing years and everything that we can get from him, more consistency that we can see from him is only going to make him an overall better player. I mean, it's taken guys years in the league to develop a long range shot. RJ doesn't have to do it in two seasons. It's yeah. okay. We can and wait. the seven rebounds a game too. Yeah. yeah. He's from a boards. guard. He's on huge. the boards. He, yeah. He's definitely on the boards. And, um, and as I said with him, I, as I said during the off season when uh, we were talking about how he can improve, I said if he gets to seventy five percent from the free throw line, he's going to be averaging seventeen to twenty, and he's he yep. moved his average up. He's fourteen. He was at fourteen last year on sixty like sixty one percent free throw shooting, and now he's at seventeen point eight points per game. He's up at to seventy five percent, six point five boards, and three dimes a game. So. This is progress for year two, man. No no sophomore slumps for sure for young Roan. So mm-hmm. definitely enthused about that. All right, back to the phones. Dan from New Jersey. Dan, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I just don't like the perimeter defense that we have. I think that we need an improvement. Uh, if you look at some of the best teams ever, um, especially looking at San Antonio with Bruce Brown, mm-hmm. you had that guy who always wanted to come in and take on the best uh, offensive player. Obviously, Zach Levine's their best offensive player. You know the ball's going to there. And then you have Reggie Bullock on him and R.J. Barrett. And no one really wanted to step up and play that defense. I think we're really missing that defensive stopper to take us to the next level. And you see uh, the Brooklyn Nets, they just added Iman Shumpert, a guy who we had in 2013 who wanted to be that defensive stopper. We really need a defensive stopper because there's a lot of great guards in the, in the Eastern Conference. you got uh, Kemba. Uh, you got uh, Bradley Beal, and we need that defensive stopper. And I just don't see it out of Reggie Bullock or RJ being that elite defensive stopper on the perimeter. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say elite, but, uh, you know, Bullock certainly gives you an effort there on the defensive side. I think RJ is certainly a plus defender, definitely won't kill you. Um, 
I, listen, yeah. you know, Levine got a little bit going, got a little bit going in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, a lot of it, Patrick Williams really gave him a good effort to, to bring him back into the game. But, you know, listen, they, they, they did enough to get the job done. Obviously, we don't have a, a, a shutdown uh, perimeter defender right now. But, yeah, we don't. You know, as a team, they're, they're getting yeah. it done. You know, top yeah. defense in the league, they're getting it done. Yeah, I think we, we sw- I think we switched our our strategy too because I do feel like we didn't kill on pink or pick and roll in the first few quarters, mm-hmm. but I feel like we started switching towards the end and we started seeing Randall. I saw Randall Garden Levine. Mm-hmm. Randall Garden Levine on the switches. So I, the coach is seeing it. We made adjustments, and I mean, it wasn't perfect. <laughs> it wasn't perfect. Far from it, but <laughs> yeah, Zach still got twenty four, but it was, it was perfect enough <laughs> to get the win. You know. All right. Got, got it going. What's the saying? Beggars can't be choosers. So hey, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take I'll it. Take it. <laughs> and you know what? This is an important game because this is a team that they're going to be battling with for that tenth, you know, the play-in spot yeah. or a spot. So this is a team you got to get these wins against. These team, this team is very important because when it comes down to the wire and you're looking at tiebreakers, that could that could be it. So this is, these are very important games against the Bulls. Knicks now ten and thirteen. Knicks now uh, Knicks now ten and thirteen. Chicago eight and twelve. Um, so again, this was, this was a big game for them in, in that regard. When you look at yeah. forward, absolutely, it was a must-win game. Must-win, must-must-win game. And Julia said it, and they played like it at least in the first half. They yeah. played like it. Um, I think they ran out of gas a little bit. Maybe I don't know if it was tired leg because they stopped playing defense a mm-hmm. little, stopped closing out, stopped playing pick and roll. But um, yeah, it's a, a must-win. I'm, I'm glad we got this one. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. Listen, I mean, that, that second unit did their best between Rivers and Burks. They gave yeah. Chicago all the momentum. That they needed to fuel them in, in, into that fourth quarter. It got dangerous there, man. Rivers Back. has got to be more careful with the ball. He's sloppy as hell with the ball, man. All right, and then they pull quickly after he makes a turnover. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, he pulls <laughs> quick. He pulls the wrong guy. He pulls quickly. <laughs> quickly hits two threes yeah. in a row. Yeah, gets a turnover and he pulls him for the rest of the game. Facts. Facts. I just man. don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't know, man. Hey, Ash, you had something. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, these are the games you're supposed to win, you know, yeah. especially when you're a team still trying to figure out your identity and you don't necessarily have the depth that some other teams have, especially when it comes to shooting. You're supposed to make it as easy as possible to get the wins you're supposed to get. And that's been a critique of ours with this team is that they beat teams that nobody thinks they're supposed to beat, and then they lose the teams that they're not supposed to lose to. So obviously, you know, it's going to be an up-and-down season all season for us, but you got to get the dubs. you got to put the wins in the columns against the teams like this that are also in the same situation you are. Chicago's not any better than us. It should be easy to beat up on them a little bit. It should easy. It should be easy to get a dub on them, and that's what we did tonight. That's what we should have done Monday night. It's yep. just you make it easy as possible. Possible. Got to, man. Shout out Christopher Blake, $10 Super Chat. He says, salute to the show. Finally catching alive once again. I say we stand pat and go point guard hunting in the draft. This team has a great identity right now. Yeah, I think they, they'll do that. Um, I, I think they will do that. Uh, Richard Phillips says, much love KFTV. All our guards are rocking floaters right now. The IQ effect. No doubt. Salute to Richard. And the other channel name says, wow, now with the wall, Clyde Frazier slander. Who was slandering Clyde? What? Because I said that Clyde said that he was Swedish. Oh. <laughs> like, how was that slander? That's not slander. Stop it. It's not Clyde slander. Y'all, y'all I would think, you Get know what? I here. think you guys would be in a better mood. We got to win. Instead, <laughs> we're just having this conversation it, consistently. It was ugly, man. That's why, man. It was, Good God. It was ugly. <laughs> yeah. 
Forget about marketing, man. We got the dub. JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, what's going on, man? Yo, CP, Ashley, what's, what's going on? Jay House, how's everyone doing, man? Good, right. man. How you feeling, bro? Feeling, bro. Uh, yeah, definitely a good win. A little ugly at times, for sure, but a win is a win. I think for everyone wanting quickly to start, knowing Tibbs, Peyton's game tonight probably gave him another 30s game starting <laughs> point guard, unfortunately. And uh, like you were saying, CP, man, between Mitch and Noel, you got to get glue or like the kid from the football movie, Little Giants, to put that sticky stuff on his hand so he could catch it. I mean, those two, I've never seen two centers on one team that can't catch a ball. If you throw a tight pass, I mean, forget it. I mean, like you were saying, they're both really good defensively tonight, but you got to be able to catch a pass once in a while, you know. But uh, RJ continues to improve. He was a little sloppy with the ball at times, especially that pass at the end of the first half. That was a little infuriating. Mm -hmm. But the mid-range is getting better. His finishing at the hoop is getting much, much better. Much better. His free throws. So, um, you know, Randall keeps balling out. He defended marketing pretty well last game. Marketing got him a lot on the offensive end. But um, I still – would you – how would you go with Randall? Would you – Still debate trading if you can get a big package because I'm just not sure we're going to get the type of offers that we want or expect. Yeah. So unless you're going to get a possible somewhere near the lottery type of pick, I just don't think it's – it really might not be worth it. You know, the thing is with Randall playing this way, Obi's just not going to get the minutes. I mean, I don't even know if he's ready yet. No, the post game is still very poor defensively. You know, mm -hmm. he's got to continue to work at it, you know, but – how would you approach the – I just wonder, how would you guys approach the trade deadline? Say we're, you know, hovering around the eight, ninth spot. Yeah. Would you stay stay put? Would you try and make a move to get better? Or would you still debate selling a couple assets? Appreciate it, yeah. guys. Appreciate it, JJ. Well, listen, if they're still in the hunt, I don't see them selling anything, you know, whether it's Burks, Rivers, or even Randall. If they're still in the hunt, I think they're going to stand pat. Stand pat. Remember, they still have $18 million in cap space to spend. So, um, you know, they, they could be looking to upgrade pieces. I know Macri had mentioned in, in his newsletter potentially Seth Curry out of Philly yeah, as maybe that. a trickle-down move if Philly is looking to make a bigger upgrade and Seth Curry ends up shaking out from a salary, from a cost-cutting perspective. I mean, he's one of the most deadliest three-point shooters in the league right now, so definitely won't come easy, but he's just kind of throwing some speculation out there as one of the teams who may be trying to shed some salary come the trade deadline. But in terms of Julius, you know, I, I don't see that big deal coming where, you know, they get something worth their while. So uh, I'm going back with JLs just saying, man, pick up the option and keep it pushing, man. What do you mean what JLS was saying? I was saying it too. What was <laughs> saying? We've been saying the same thing. I've come around to it. I've come around to it. But look, Whatever. Cut me out of the deal. You don't, you don't want to give him away is what I'm saying, man. You don't want to give him away. So you bring him back. He's earned it. I think he's earned it that, you know, this much so far um, to, to be back next year. But you still you still pick up the phone and listen, you know? What, what do you guys yeah. think? I mean, you always listen. You always listen, right? You're not a good GM if you don't listen. You just don't do anything stupid. You, you got to give me, you know, a bunch of picks, young prospects, something that we can hang our hat on. If that's not the what we're going to get, then hang up the phone pretty much. Yeah. So, um, no, exactly. 100% agree with that. Exactly. So, But I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen to anybody. I'll listen yeah. to anybody on the team. Right, <laughs> to anybody, but who are you giving up? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you I think it also. I think it also depends 
and this would be a front office decision, you know, what is your expectation for the team? Yeah. This season and next season, if your expectation is to win the most games possible and be, even if it's a bottom seed contender, then you don't trade Randall. If you're okay with the rebuilding process, if you will, continuing into next season, the season after that, and being maybe worse off than we were this season, if that's okay with you, then you see what you can get for him. But I think that's a decision the front office has to make. If you ask me, I don't think they're in a rush to be a contender next season. I think they're okay with where they are and trying to figure out this team. And I think if you were to ask me if this was three seasons in the future and we were facing this situation, it'd be different. But we're not there. We're here. And right now at this moment in time, this team needs Julius Randle more than we need to trade him. And that's yeah. really as well comes down to. Yep. Tom will blow a gasket if he traded Julius Randle. Yeah. That that man wants to win. <laughs> yeah, he wants to win. That, that he, one he, wants he wants to win at all costs, man. So it's gonna be mm. interesting to see the the piece that they bring in here because even when you think about the, a Curry or you know people mention like a Devontae Graham, I mean that's kind of the role that you want quickly in though. Is is it not jail? It's like. Yeah, it, it is. Like it's funny because I do want another guard here yeah. who can shoot. Mm-hmm. But I also want uh, our coach to make a decision on a guard or a, maybe our front office, you know, to make a decision <laughs> on that guard if we're able to get another guard here who can be better for us on the offensive end of the ball. But that would be my hope if we ever was to make a move like that. Will it happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, man. Time will tell. With the trade deadline is about a month and a half away, so we'll, we'll see what uh, what type of moves the Knicks make. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. I completely missed our hashtag new, so if you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new, and, and we'll catch you guys this time. Um, Ash, who you, you want to shout out in the chat tonight? Shout out to everybody schooling me on the difference between Sweden and Finland. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. But you know what? Shout out to Chuck D because he said it's all good, crew, because it's all Scandinavia. Yeah. They're all yeah. one. So, you know, whatever. Just got to drop the knowledge, man. Yeah. So is Ryan Animal dropping knowledge. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who, who else? Anybody else in the chat? Let me see. Um, Mike's man cave says trade for Oladipo. Nah, interesting. I'm not interested. Now there is some talks of Oladipo and Indiana maybe moving him sometimes. Well, he's with the he's with the Rockets now, right? So oh, right, right, right. Yeah. The Rockets. He was with the Pacers. Now he's with the Rockets. Yeah. So there is some talk though that that may not be his permanent home. So I don't know what that means. I actually heard that the Heat would be in talks to get him. And it's no secret that he has a very strong interest in playing for Miami. But I don't know if Miami be willing to part with the pieces necessary. So that may fall into, I don't know, New York's lap. But I don't know. How would you guys feel about Oladipo eh, in the blue and orange? It's not, it's not really moving me, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, okay, I'm not alone. I just wanted to make sure yeah, I wasn't alone. Yeah, Oladipo's not really moving me, man, to be honest. Jails, where, where are you at on that? Um, hmm. I like him as a player because you're I, not I, moved, bro. You're not moved. Yeah, it took you too long, bro. It, it depends on what the price is, man. Like, yeah. like it says, like, like if you switch out Oladipo for um for Bullock. uh Bullock, that you know that could be something. Even though his three point shot isn't what it really used to be, that's my only real issue with it. 
but you know he's a, he's a legit scorer though. So it's like it's one of those things where the talent level upgrades, but the fit, you're not sure how that's going to work out. We're going to end up having to do a bunch of finessing to um, get mid some more lobs. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not with the trading for an expiring contract, man. I'm yeah, not, I'm just I, not with that. And then paying him. You know what I mean? I, I'm just not with that. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I just don't see. I mean, I just don't see the value that it would cost. Like it, it'd be different if it didn't cost anything. Yeah. That would change things for me a little bit. But for what it's gonna cost, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see. I, it. I say you go into the draft, you do your thing. If he's worth yeah. it in the off season and, and and worth adding as a piece, you pay him. If you really feel like he's he's worth that, but but to me, I'm. I'm I'm not that high on him, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean he's a twenty-one. Per, he's a twenty-one point per game scorer right now. But even though the efficiency is, isn't as good, it's, it's a it's a little bit of a gamble. You don't know what how much money he wants to command to. Yeah. So so that's a question. Um. So it, yeah, it's a lot of question marks. It's definitely yeah. a lot of question marks there. But he's I just, playing well. He's playing well over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I just don't think the Knicks are in the position. I mean, financially is one thing, but I just don't think we should overpay anyone. Like for what? I just don't feel like that's something that we have to even explore. I think that there are going to be a lot of, you know, players available after this season. I think, you know, you build with what you can build without having to give, you know, a lot away for. I just feel like we've done this revolving door thing before and we've spoken about this. I think you can go ahead and try to keep as much as your team together without having to trade the house for any one person, develop the guys that you have, see how they look at the end of the season, and then make a better, you know, decision on who would fit well into the already existing equation. Stop trying to build the equation around one piece and build that one piece around the equation, you know? So, I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan. 100, 100. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, shout out KB, team hashtag new. We also want to shout out. Um, you go, Jails? Uh the Dallas, Dallas one. Oh, Dallas one. Ooh, all mm. right, all right. No doubt. Salute to Geo Ignatio. Says much love from Canada, Knicks fam. Hashtag new. I wonder if Geo goes to that same gym as Iller, man. You remember Iller called and started flexing. It was like, oh, oh yeah, I go did. to the same gym as Jamal Murray, and and he was dropping a ton of names, Jails. Exactly. I eat pizza. I eat pizza with Iggy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Iller, Iller called and flexed. I heard. Yeah. We need that. verification though, Iller, man. I don't know if you're getting buckets in there, or you, or you just like getting the Tim Hortons orders and whatnot, man. We need not to know. the Tim Hortons. No, <laughs> are, are you just the rebound guy? Or you getting buckets in that gym, Iller? Call in. We need it. We need it. Bro, we need answers. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to um, Daryl from Manhattan. Daryl, how you doing? I haven't heard from Benji. In a hey, how you doing? Shout out to you guys there at KFTV. Um, I wanted to talk about Tibbs, Coach Tibbs. I was kind of worried about that. Of course, a lot of us wanted Mark Jackson, but. I am very concerned about our players' well-being, like, as far as, like, their futures on the team because he has a thing where, all right, you can see a couple nights ago they were missing free throws like crazy. They're tired. And it's like when um, it was mentioned earlier about we win one night, we blow out a team, and then the next night we're losing. We're tired, and it's like it's going to be a bipolar effect for the whole entire season, like what was said. And 
I'm concerned about players getting worn out and then getting injured in the long run. Okay. I mean, so I'm just a little bit worried about how long this whole kids thing is going to last, how many years, how this is going to work. Well, I mean, because I wasn't happy with the two starts that quickly had. And then all of a sudden, I like him better off the bench. Whatever happened to him growing in the starting position? Give him a couple he's, more he's games. Still is you know, he, give him he a week. Started, though. Then make that decision. All right, yeah, Bre- appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. No, he didn't, quickly never started. Just, just to, just to put that out there. Quickly never started. Um, but, I was about but, to say, did I miss that? Yeah, yeah. That would have been a celebration. That would have been a celebration. Appreciate the call, Dad. No, quickly never started, and and I think he is getting groomed ultimately into that role. But Peyton had it going tonight, so Peyton earned the right to close the game, and and he certainly did so tonight. Um, yeah. As far as the minutes, you know, listen, it's just something that we're gonna have to watch. You just yeah. that you're gonna have to watch over time. I mean, Tibbs has claimed, uh, you know, as part of kind of redeeming his reputation that they were gonna work with the analytics guys, and and you know, there's other ways to kind of you know um, taper down guys' workload, yep. whether it's not having them practice or yep. you know, mm-hmm. you know, as the season progresses, they, they you know taper down the minutes. So we'll have to see how it goes. You know, I, I can't tell the immediate impact that all these minutes are having on these players. I, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely too soon to tell. Um, I think the backs-to-backs have way way on players, I, but I think that's any team. But I don't know if the minutes, I, I can't make that assessment just yet. But I will say this. If this were a team, again, this is going back to, you know, the nut, the nucleus of this conversation, that if this were a team that was expected to go far into the playoffs, then yeah, you have to really use those minutes wisely because you don't want to gas guys by the time the postseason comes around and, you know, they have no legs. But this is a team that if they get into that bottom spot, that's luck. That's a miracle. That's not what we planned for. I'm excited about it, but yay, let's do it. So I don't think you have to really necessarily um, maneuver your team like that. I think what Tibbs is trying to do is – He's just trying to get these guys to play together. I think he's just trying to get these guys to figure out, you know, who works together, what units work together. I think he's trying to get these guys comfortable. I think he's just trying to develop a repertoire. He's trying to develop a chemistry. He's trying to develop a culture. And you can't do that without these guys playing. So I don't know if the minute situation is a bad thing right now. Um, I think it'd be, if we were a different team, yeah, I don't see an issue with it. I don't. I, I mean, it's gonna. The, I think the season's gonna be bipolar regardless, just because of the type of team that we are. I don't know if the minutes are going to add to that or right. change it. I just think it is what it is. Effect to the minutes. I kind of. I I kind. I kind of agree with the other guy a little bit with there. Actually, to be honest with you, like I do feel like um, Tiz doesn't tr- trust you know other players in the game and. Tibbs, he um, you've seen before, like in the end of the game scenarios, fourth quarter we'll be up twenty points, and Randall and RJ and those guys are still in, and we're like, yo, Tibbs, we got a game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. we up twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, those, <laughs> like, those situations, yeah. those situations. Like, that's you don't need crazy injuries in the last five minutes of the game when we up twenty. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little concerned about the way he. Yeah, uses the, his those situations. These, that's fair. Go ahead. Dan. These guys are young. They yeah. should be able to play. That's, that's <laughs> You're acting like we have a team of, you know, if this was like the Lakers or, or you know, a team like the Nets or something, you know, 
you, where you have older guys and you need to rest their legs and you need to make sure that they're not winded and gas. You have 20-year-olds in this yeah. team. You should be able to do this back-to-back for a week straight. What? Come on now. Listen, yeah, I mean, listen Jamal Crawford told me players want to play. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> players want to play. So, you know, he didn't seem to have much of an issue with, with the with the minute situation. I mean, look at it tonight. Randall, 38. Bullock, 27. You know, look at, look, look at the heavy hitters. Randall, 38. RJ, 32. You, mm-hmm. you had, you know, Obi got his 10. Rivers got 18. Burks got 19. Quickly yeah. got his 13. Peyton got his 35. Yeah, um, I'm not Yeah, I'm not complaining about tonight. Per yeah, se. you're just I'm saying on the whole. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. <laughs> people in the chat, that when Daryl dropped that Mark Jackson name, boy, people in the chat were going at him. <laughs> they said you're the only one that wanted Mark Jackson. <laughs> People said he just wanted a call just to just to drop the Jackson Hyde, babe, and, and hang up, JLs. Everything I mean, else was fluff. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, you might be right about that, but I guess the Hive has left the building. I don't yeah. see him about the Hive anymore. That that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, let me pay some bills real quick. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Knicks get the W 107-103 over the Chicago Bulls. This show is brought to you by. Our friends at Manscaped, fellas, Valentine's Day is coming. It's right around the corner. There is no better gift to get from your lady and to give to your lady than making sure the lawn is nicely trimmed for that special day. And our friends at Manscaped is going to take care of all you guys, man. If you guys go to manscaped.com and to promo code NYX, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping on all products. The signature product is the Lawnmower 3.0. This is their aerodynamic men's grooming tool below the waist. It's waterproof. You can do it in the shower. It has an LED light. You know what I mean? If you want to do it in the dark, I don't, whatever you're into, it has that for you as well. And it gives you a nice battery life, man. It's cordless, rechargeable battery. It's the high-powered device, man. And it comes with a uh, ceramic blade technology to make sure that uh, you don't get those nicks. You guys know what I'm talking about, man. You guys use those regular shavers. You're at your own risk. But with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, it is nick-free technology. And so that's why I want to take care of you guys, man. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code nicks, and get 20% off plus free shipping. All right. Just gotta pay bills. Right. <laughs> you forgot your favorite part. Which one? The no testimonials. Needed. Oh yes. <laughs> Most importantly. Most importantly, no testimonials. Just let us know you got it. No pictures. We don't need any, you know, before and afters. Just go ahead and take care of business, man. I trust you guys. But yeah, that's it, man. Thank you, Ash. Appreciate that. Most very important. <laughs> very important to get that disclaimer out there. All right. No testimonials, please. All right. <laughs> I was saying I didn't hear from this guy in a while, and he was on the line. I didn't even see him. Benji, what's going on, bro? Hey, how you doing, man? Sorry, the last time uh, last time I tried to call you guys was after the win, uh, I think, over Orlando, but I couldn't get through. So it's been a minute. Uh, no style points. Uh, happy we got the W. Definitely much needed. I think in years past we would have – you know, found a way to blow this game. So mm-hmm. obviously, it was uh, it was ugly down the stretch. Some some very questionable turnovers, like Bullock. I, I guess in those situations, I don't really understand why guys just don't call timeouts. But um, obviously, great great bounce back game from uh, from from Alfred. Um, I just when when you watch him play tonight, he he got into the lane so easily. Yeah. It's kind of mind boggling to to see why he can't do that more often. 
he doesn't have to be a jump shooter. He doesn't have to rely on his three-point shot, which obviously the, you know, we know he doesn't have. Um, he, uh, you know, he can get in the lane uh, and, and be aggressive, and I think that's what he needs to obviously do going forward. And then I also wanted to make a comment about Rivers, uh, who obviously, you know, I'm a big proponent of his, but he's really, his play has tailed off dramatically over the last, I'd say, eight to ten games. Uh, I think he's had one, one or two good games here and there, but he just looks like he lacks confidence. It's kind of weird because uh, he was so confident to start the year. Um, and then just want to talk about what we can do to, to kind of fortify the team. Um, I think we definitely need uh, upgrades uh, in the shooting shooting department. So if there's any way we can go out and get J.J. Redick, if we need to throw in Knox or Frank or both, uh, I'm all for it. Um, so I'll let you guys go, but um, big win. Hopefully we can uh, at least get one of the games over the weekend at the Garden and uh, continue to stay in the playoff mix. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. Good, good to hear from you. Yeah, you know, on the on the Peyton thing, um, JLS and Ash, I think, you know, part of it is number one having Kobe White on him. You know, the Bulls didn't really didn't have put up much of a defensive effort, so he was able to take advantage and get into the lane unimpeded. But a mm-hmm. lot of times with Peyton, his finishing is terrible. You know, he's he's not yep. that good of a finisher. So I think some yeah. of it could be confidence as well because he's just not confident. You know, sometimes you see Peyton, you know, airball a, a two foot attempt at the rim. So you yep. know, sometimes it could be between the ears. But I agree with Benji. He he has to be. Um, in that attack mindset, in, in in that attack mode every game for us to have a chance because we just can't afford those slow starts. So if he's in the game, that that's where we need him to be. And you would think he would have more confidence. I mean, he can do no wrong in the eyes of Tibbs. He's going to start anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, like, right. you should be out there, you know, carefree, just playing basketball, no yeah. pressure. You know you're going to be there next game. You know you're not losing your spot. So, like, <laughs> I'm confused where the pressure's coming from. Is he reading Twitter? Like, who's putting this pressure on you? Because I know it's not Tibbs because he doesn't care what you do, apparently. So he really I'm, does, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> I, I like I love I love Tiz and I'm done with Tiz at the same time. <laughs> like the way he coddles this man gets on my nerves, man. Like my man, Tiz preaches defense and then Peyton will just look at the sky and have his man blow right by him. Yeah, Tiz will call timeout, scream in his face, and let him right back in. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell and, and then tell the paper, hey. uh, yeah, Knox and these guys, they're not getting in because of <laughs> Yes. They're, like, they're not getting in the game. They're <laughs> not getting in the game. Um, Benji had mentioned Reddick. You know, I would, I would love Reddick, but I just these, – these moves to, at the deadline to try to, like, you know, increase our seeding or even be competitive once you get there, For I, I just kind of feel like it's short-sighted, man. I'm not trying to give up on Corner Boy Cav like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's too soon for not, Corner Boy Not for a short-sighted move, you know, a really, like, a rental. What is J.J. Reddick going to do for us long-term? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. listen, of course he would upgrade our shooting, but I'm just – I know that they, they have the wherewithal to make a move if they need to. I mm-hmm. would just rather go to war with what we have and then continue to build in the off season. to be honest with you. Again, that goes back to what I said. They need to figure out, this team needs to figure out what their goal is. 
if your goal is to make a run or even make the playoffs, even if it's bottom seeding, you feel like you don't have enough pieces to do that. If that's your game, it's a short-sighted game, but if that's your game, then move accordingly. But if your goal, which is what I would hope the goal is, is more long-term and your goal is to make this team a real team, a consistent team, a team you see in the playoffs season after season, a team that other players, top premier players want to come play for. If your goal is to make New York basketball, New York Knicks basketball relevant to the, to other players in the league and fans of the league, then you don't need to play the short game. You need to play the long game. And the long game does not include JJ Redick. I'm sorry. Love you, JJ, but it doesn't yeah. include you. Thanks. JL, so, you know, people in the chat have been saying, man, Kev should have went to the G League along with DSJ, man. We were talking about that from last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, you might as well put him in the G League because if, if Fizz is Fizz, if yeah, Tibbs is not going to play him, to, yeah. yeah, Fizz would definitely play him. He would play him 45 minutes. If, if Tibbs is not going to play him, then you might as well go over there with DSJ and get your game in and try some things out because yeah. right now it's just a waste of time sitting on the bench. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a done deal. Unless somebody gets injured, that boy is not getting off that bench. <laughs> I, I agree, man. Free, free corner boy, Kevin. And, and as Rivers continues to dig us in a hole, as, as Benji said, man, there's got to be some opportunity for somebody to take that spot. I, I mean, said it, the door is ajar for like a week and a half, and that door is <laughs> wide open right now. <laughs> we're not playing Utah. Still not producing. <laughs> yeah. We're not playing Utah, man. What gives? I know. I said right. this is this is who Rivers was going to be, man. I, I told you guys he was going to have the game, the Austin Rivers game, which he did early against the Jazz. And then I said you're going to hate him some nights, and <laughs> there's a lot of nights like that because even I don't they, know what happened to Hudson Rivers. Rivers, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, I don't, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what went wrong. R- Rivers has been burying us, man. And a lot of the times it's like he tries to get going in the offense out of the flow Damn. of the offense. Like you get in the, I, that's get my with the team, man. Get with that's the my team. concern. Even when you talk about JJ Reddick, I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll take a a guy who's more of an off ball guy. Yes, instead of Rivers to to balance out the team more. Yeah, he's always trying to get it in his own like bubble. Like yo, <laughs> you miss an Obi every night consistently. Consistent. Pass the ball, man. Give it a quickly and just you know stand in the corner, catch and shoot situations. You know. No, nah, he can't do that. Yeah. He's got to play all of our games in Utah, apparently. Yeah, that's it. That's a fact. The only place he yeah. knows how to play. That's I don't know. I don't know what it is. That, Just that's paint the court purple. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, indeed. But, um, okay, we got to get to our guy. Here he is. I was just notified by Dave. Salute Knicks Fan TV. Dave, Jay Boogie from North Carolina in the building. Talk to us, man. Just got to get the guidelines. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good with the team? Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe, man. It's good to see you back aboard, CP. But shout-out to Ashley and JL. Y'all did a wonderful job holding down the fork. That's what a team is all about. Y'all unified. I like that, man. Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe. Protect your home. Protect your family, man. Wash your hands, man. That thing is still out there. It's not moving, going nowhere. That thing is still out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hey, what a big night, man. A lot of energy on the court. We came out here with a mandatory win tonight. You know, them boys were sitting at home watching us play that Sunday before we got there. See, we played a hard game against the L.A. Clippers. That's what you call a win-loss because that loss we got from the Clippers, we got a lot of big ups from a lot of players around. And you know what I'm saying? They shouting us out, and they know when you come play the Knicks, it's a fight. But as soon as that game was over, we had to get on that plane and go to Chi-Town, you know what I'm saying? And they caught us out there slipping and lollygagging coming off that that L. But it's cool because we got our rest that night. Tom Thibodeau hit that bulletin board. He started putting together everything that was going on, and the first thing they put up there should have been marketing. Chuck D him. Shut him down. Don't let him put up no numbers, no figures, or nothing like he did the other night. And we came out there, Julius Randle had mandatory victory for us tonight. He came out busting out like a Kentucky Derby. The horses was running tonight, and we handling our business. And I like that, you know what I'm saying? Because we learning how to fight back and come back from L's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah. what shows that the team is moving forward, man. You know what I'm saying? When you come back and fight off an L, you're learning something. You're making progress, man. I like that. The team unified, man. And we got, we got, we got some wolves on our team, man. I appreciate it. Y'all talking about RJ? Man, we got a gym with RJ. That boy ain't number 20 years old, man. We got a lot to learn with him, man. He's growing every day, man. Whether y'all see it or recognize it or not in the chat, but that boy is making elevation on his game, man. Last year, he couldn't make free throws. This year, he made some free throws. He's averaging 18. Yeah, like Ashley said, he's going to knock down some trades. Next year, he's going to be averaging 22, 23 points. So that's a good big up, man. And quickly, oh, that's a great gym. Y'all don't even understand when I tell you that's our Donovan, Donovan Mitchell from Utah. What I mean Ooh. by that, you know how many people wish they would have had quickly in that draft right now? Yep. If that draft started all over, but quickly would be in that top lottery pick, top 14 somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So this is one of them draft picks that we was good to get at the tail end of it and bring it home, man. I like that, man. We're in the right direction. And Tom, he made some corrections tonight, you know what I'm saying? He came with that bulletin board. He did what he had to do, you know what I'm saying? And he led us to a victory, man. Everybody following suit, man. We just missing some small things, you know what I'm saying? We keep signing veterans. We don't need no veterans. We need leaders, man. It's the difference between the veteran and leader, man. That's why I was glad that we brought um we brought back old boy back um 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 that um yeah. they'll play with us last year. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We brought him back, so oh, give boy. him some more leadership, man. You know what I'm saying? We need somebody to hug Cab, oh, man. Stop, stop, um, stop. Um, um, Mitchell, let him know everything is going to be all right, man. Stop listening to what the other people saying, all that on <laughs> video gaming and all that, man, handles and all that. Do what you do. Protect that rim, grab the rebounds. That's what you do, man. That's what we love and that's what we want, man. You're looking like you looking like you like you really want to check the night, you know what I'm saying? Getting some rebounds and protecting that goal, man, and shutting shut down marketing 
and I like that. Julius stepped up to the plate for all that, man. But we right. doing real good, man. And I ain't making no trades, you know what I'm saying? Only way I'm going to make a trade, yeah, I'm going to say, only way I'm going to make a trade is I'm going to bring that boy Bradley Bill. Everybody else is out of the equation. I ain't trading <laughs> for no Jack Levine. Let him get on that red car. He was sitting down and driving at the L.A. I ain't trading for no, um, no, um, that boy, um, out there in Sacramento, that, that high, that, that buddy high boy. I ain't trading for none of them. I'll build inside that draft if I ain't getting Bradley Bill and certify my pitch, you know what I'm saying? It's a shootout there in Gonzaga. Corey Crisper, take a look at him. It's yeah, another yeah. guard down there at SEC. His name is Cam Thomas. Take a look at him, you know what I'm saying? I'm scouting right there. I'm all Let's over go. the place looking for players that can play inside Tom Thibodeau's system. Yeah. So he going to be, be here for a while. So stop trying to push him out the door. Even though he got his own ways, he got a plan for us, man. All we got to do is continue on following, man. Salute, man. I missed y'all Sunday, so I had to go a little extra overboard, oh, yeah, man. Shout out to the whole panel of way, everybody, man. Stay blessed, man. Let's go. Let's go, man. No worries, bro. We, we, we let everybody rock, bro. the church said. Amen. Let's, let's Amen. go. You know he said, saying? Buddy Hyde. Don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to meet Buddy Hyde, though. That's Buddy how we do. Oh, man. <laughs> With Jay Boogie spitting, he's spitting, man. Listen, Chuck, respect. Chuck D said the J-Book gospel. That's I do like what he said, though, because I think there's a common misconception that veterans equal leaders. Not all leaders are vets. Not all vets are leaders. And I think that's a great point. This team needs leadership. Whichever yeah. form that comes in, it comes in. I think sometimes you you associate leadership with the vets who've been in the game longer. Not everyone's a Udonis Haslam. Not everybody is a J.J. Redick. Not everybody is, you know, a Taj Gibson. Not all vets are good leaders. And mm-hmm. sometimes your best leaders are some of your younger guys on the team. So it's not always about age or years in the game. It's just about the character of the player. And I think the Knicks have some great character on this team yeah. that I want to see us continue to develop. So, uh, Agreed, man. You know who I like, man? You know who I like, J.L.'s? That boy Thaddeus Young, man. That boy Thaddeus Young is still in the game, man, doing his thing. And he had his his imprints on that second half trying to get the Bulls into it, man. He's a glue guy, and he had it it all over, man, getting bored, steals, passing game. You know, Thaddeus Young, man, he's that glue guy every team needs. And still doing it. Yeah, man, he's definitely a glue guy. Luckily, we have our glue guy here too, Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put glue in his hands. Put glue in his hands. But, uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. They had a lot going, and in Chicago, it was hard to stop it because, because yeah, they definitely had it going. But um, we turned it on, and we, we didn't actually didn't turn it on. We got lucky. <laughs> we got yeah. we yeah. we got lucky. Well, it's we a good thing. I, I think I think as Jay Boogie and a lot of the callers said, when the Bulls really started taking that momentum. Julius would find a way to clap back, whether it was yeah. the, the three-pointer at the buzzer in the third quarter or he also had some big shots in the fourth or um, drawing that double team and kicking it out to Bullock for that corner three. That was a big play of the game in the fourth as well. So, you know, give credit to Julius. You know, from start to finish, he, he really wanted to make sure we left there with a dub. And, yeah, it was ugly in the end, but um, but he got it done for us. So good job by him. Yeah, absolutely, man. He put his imprint on this game. He was not going to let us lose. He made every play possible. Even the the three at the end was was impressive to me. When he just quickly just give me the ball, I'm just pulling up yeah, the three. Just pull and, up. <laughs> we need and he, like the rookie and the vet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God does this now. Like he's shooting 39 percent from three right now, mm-hmm. man. So he's talking about the stretch forwards that we need to sign in the off season. Maybe he was already. You're gonna in. have to get him those opportunities, man. 
and, and get the ball mm-hmm. in RJ's hand and get Julius those opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. Mix it up a little bit. Facts. Definitely mm-hmm. going to need it. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. 1550 in the chat. Let's go. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up to 1,000. CP Ashley Moss Jails in here. This is Nick's Post Game Live, number one show for the fans by the fans. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the channels. Make sure you share these videos. Very important to do so. I want to shout out above the rim. He says, can we do away with the frantic vet Bullock at the end of the games? Elver Payton did not want to be interviewed by Clyde with the short answers. Yeah, Payton was tight. And that's definitely his burner account on Twitter. That's what above the rim says. (laughs) We got to investigate this. We got to investigate this because um, I got to find this because it was Larry's. All week. I was getting DMs from Twitter, Instagram. Yo, CP, we found Alfred's burner. We found Alfred's burner. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are you guys talking about? So now I they they screenshotted this stuff on Twitter, and this really could be Peyton, man. Let me let, let's take a look here. Let's let's investigate this. Let me together. just say if this is the worst burner account ever. <laughs> it's a, it's a, the Twitter handle is literally like Nick's double six or it's something. Nick's, it's Nick's it's fan not six. even it's not even like subtle. Like it's, it's, it's so fan six. And this is like this this person or account just continues to go for bat for Peyton, go to bat for Peyton after every game. So one tweet says, uh, another game, but this time New York has to let Alfred control the game more. Let him get comfortable. Then the results would speak for themselves. And then Chad Quivers 58 says, uh, cut Peyton and Knox, who replies mm-hmm. right back. There's another tweet he says, um, there's another tweet he says, uh, uh, always pick your brothers up. Is a picture of the Knicks. He retweets and he says, "Please tell that to Knicks fans." And uh, <laughs> Twitter user White Boy Kev says, "Shut up, Peyton. You goofy." <laughs> Yo, they, go after <laughs> they they are not convinced it's not Peyton. Another one. He says, "Wow, so Elf has a bad assist day, and y'all post this. See this? That fake stuff I'm talking about. SMH." Tribal Jake said, "You played like shit, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and then Knicks fan six says. Who is you? I'm literally, literally just a fan. Um, this guy, Nick's fan six goes, I'm not Alfred Payton. You guys got to chill. This could make him look bad. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds <laughs> No, wait. It gets better. It gets better. This and sounds then, really so then, So then Matt replies back. He says, then tweet while Alfred Payton is in the game. And then Nick's fan six says, I already addressed that, man. I always work during the games because of my work schedule. You can't make this up, man. You can't, you can't make this up, man. He happens to be working during the he game. He happens he can't to be leave. working during the game. So I don't know. I think we might have found Elf's uh, uh, secret Twitter account, man. That is hilarious. We, we, might have find, we might have found it. But, yeah, he was kind of short with Clyde, man. I was, I was kind of surprised. You know, Elf was kind of like, you know, he didn't really want to be there. I mean, that's the OG, you know. They're not going to try to trap you into no, you know, crazy questions. But, yeah. He didn't really seem like he wanted to be there, but good game by him. Good, good, good game by him. <laughs> mm. I'm dead at the part where he says, "I can't. I work. I can't. I got work. <laughs> I, I got bet you work. do. I bet you do." <laughs> can't, can't make it up, man. Can't make it up. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Good show. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Let's go down to um. Let's go to Florida. Jay, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna be Debbie Downer tonight. Oh, you know boy. how I do Debbie Downer style. Oh boy. You know, I got I gotta do it. 
Anyway, y'all run it up for my boys. Ash, Dallas, everybody run it up. Hit that like button, hit that yes, subscribe sir. button, yes, all that. My question is for Jay Ellis and Ashley. What yes, is sir. the long-term plan with this team? We have two picks this year that we could cash in for a quote-unquote superstar, right, with Randall. Trade Randall with the two picks is something real. If we don't cash the two picks in this last year, 2023 is protected, 2022 we got one pick, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, right? The free agent classes from 21 to 22 are disgustingly trash. Everybody's locked in. Yes. The next Tangible freezing class is 2023. Yes. What is the long-term goal for this team? What do y'all want to see? Do y'all want to be mediocre, or do y'all want a winner like the Clippers, right? Because they rebuilt, they got respectable, they rebuilt and had got lucky with a crazy freezing class. The Nets got lucky with a crazy freezing class. We don't have that coming up. So I feel like we should cash and Randall, get more picks, tank this year, draft two or three more good players, and then go at it next year and see what can happen. That's my logic. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? He said trade Randall Tank. Yeah, I thought he, I, I was kind of confused though, Jay, because he's been calling these past couple weeks saying get into the draft, tank mode, right? But then I felt like he was saying package those two picks with Randall for like yeah. a trade, I guess, for like a Bradley Beal trade, I guess. He hung up. Jay, you dropped the mic on us. We 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 got questions, bro. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, one, I'm, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dallas, yeah. you go first, because I'm still processing what, what that, what that was. Jay, go ahead. Jay got a call back, man. I don't know. He's saying package Randall and the two picks for Bradley Bill. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because first he was saying package it, and then he was saying yeah. draft. Tank. No. Tank and draft. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay, you gotta, you gotta call back. Yeah, and clarify, man. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not packaging Randall and picks for Bradley Bill. No, because no. I, I don't. I feel like you all said this. That that cost for Bradley Bill is going to be high, and you don't want Bradley Bill coming here to an empty cupboard. Yeah, and him just being mad all over again, and forcing his way out like a James Harden situation. So. That's a no for me, dog, on the first part. Second part. Yeah. He said he wanted to – what did he say he wanted to do? He wanted to tank. Yeah, he wanted to he tank. he wanted to tank. Hold your breath. That's not happening. <laughs> All right? Tom Thibodeau is not going to tank. Um, I don't think tanking is good for this team. Um, we need to see some success. We need to see s- some sort of success. Uh, I will say I would like to see some – more young guy minutes sprinkled in yeah. here and there, but I don't think that's tanking. I think that's just part of development. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's no way Thomas tanking. That's no, they're not, not going to tank anything. They're yeah. going to stay competitive on, until the end, and then maybe you'll see some, you know, young guys sprinkled in. Listen, they they're going with their dogs. It's RJ, Mitch. Those are the young guys. Quickly, <laughs> that's it. Everybody else, uh, they got to figure it out and, and wait in line. You know. And we. Have a pick. What am I tanking for? Yeah, and we have the Mavs pick. That's what I'm saying. What? what? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because he's back. He's back. All right, let's get some clarification here. We got to. All right, cool, cool, cool. Round two. All right, yeah, round two, Jay. All right, go go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Back to clarify my statements. My apologies. (laughs) All right. So if you have a disgruntled star, right? This disgruntled stars take a lot of collateral from a team, right? We got the two picks now, 2021, coming up in June. 
right? You got a protected pick in 2023 from the Mavs. You got one pick in 2022. We really don't have a lot of stuff to give a team for a disgruntled star past this year. That's worth it, right? Because the team might be a lot better in 2022 or 23. This is the year to trade picks if you're going to do it for a star. My, my thing is, if you want the best talent, I know that Tibbs ain't going to tank, but this is why Tibbs is dangerous. You got Obi and Knox on the bench. You're playing Burks, Bullock, and, and, and Payton all the minutes. You got to make sure that you get two times in the top ten to make sure you come out with the best talent available. That's what's going to push this team forward. This is the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be average. Shout out to my boy Ari. I don't want to be average for the next five years. I want to optimize our position in the draft by tanking, by having a, a, a more terrible record. I don't care what the Mavs do. The Mavs is relative. But if the Knicks, if if, if Leon cared about his job long term, <laughs> if Tibbs cared about his job long term, they would put themselves in position to be in a good position as 21 draft. Back mm-hmm. to the star thing again, as I reiterate, after the 2021 season with these two draft picks, the, the collateral, the, the power of our assets decrease because 2023 is protected. We only got one first-round pick in 2022. Okay. And who right. knows what's going to happen in the future? Everything's <laughs> clarified. <laughs> he, he set the record straight, I guess. I disagree. Okay. I disagree it's still that. a no for me, dog. It's still yeah. a no, no for me, dog, and here's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to say no. It's a no for me, dog, and here's why. I don't think it's the perfect time to trade because we don't have our, our we don't have that many pieces in the cupboard. That's that's why. Yeah. Like if you, if you're looking at what we have, like if Knox hit, if Frank hit, if our young guys hit, then we'd be in a better position to make a trade or we wouldn't have to trade a quickly or a Mitchell Robinson or OB or guys like that to make a trade happen. That that kind of just empties our cupboard and, um, you know, forges away our future. So it's not the perfect time. Like if you look at teams like the Celtics uh, who had just a this bevy of young talent. And it, exactly. So it's like, and so I disagree with you. And I also, I also disagree with you that if we're winning, then um, it's going to be worse for us because then we're not going to be able to trade. I, I totally disagree with you. We have a bunch of picks here for a reason. Obviously, this team and this front office knows how to draft. We got Mitch. We have Quick. Um, we have these guys here from the Utah office who have yeah. been – all their their job and, has and, been – And winning elevates those guys' profile around winning the makes, league. Winning exactly. makes everybody look better. Exactly. You, it it wouldn't be the first time that we have seen a trade go down yeah. in the NBA with – a player who looked a lot better than what he probably what he probably was because he was on a winning team, and then he goes to a team and doesn't quite look the same when that team's not winning. So when you win, everyone's stock is elevated. It's just the name of the game. I don't think you need to rush that. No, and, and I think look, they they're not going to tank, right? Tibbs is competitive, and and he wants his coaching record to be good. He doesn't want to be Brett Brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where is Brett Brown right now? He's on an unemployment line. So, like, you know, Tibbs is playing a win. We knew that going into this. I I like to see the Ws. I think the chips, we let the chips fall where they may. It's not going to be a tank. It's going to be are they good enough to make it or are they not? And if they're not, they're in a great position in the lottery. We'll see where Dallas ends up to add two more blue chips to the roster. Gutting everything now and going to get Bradley Beal and then figuring out later, I think that's a terrible mistake. Unless, unless... 
World Wide West is in the back room wheeling and dealing with with uh with what's what's Kawhi Leonard's uncle name uh Jay Ellis? Unless, oh, unless man. he's de- wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Yeah. What's Kawhi Leonard's uh, uncle name? Berman was used to him and Berman thought he he and Kawhi Leonard's uncle was like best friends, but uh, <laughs> the, the, because he was a Knicks fan. But the point is, is that unless they have some sort of like backroom arrangement for next year with a Kawhi Leonard, which you doubt that, you don't make that Bradley Beal. Oh, Dennis. No, Uncle Dennis. Uncle Dennis. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't gather up all your stuff and and just toss it out the window for what if? I don't. I don't I'm not with that. You can and also. Tanking doesn't mean you won't get screwed in the end. Yeah, like yeah. tanking is not a foolproof plan. Like it, you can still get screwed, yeah. and you can get screwed badly, and then you just blew a season for what? Also, I don't necessarily, I don't believe in tanking. I think it sets a precedent that you're rewarded for losing, and I think that Tibbs and this team and this culture needs to start knowing what it's like to win and win yeah. consistently, and. When you tank, it's doing the opposite effect. So, yeah, I'm good on tanking. It's don't, a no for me. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for getting in this draft and at the top. <laughs> That's where I need to be. We need some dogs in here. Let's 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 not, you know, hey, tiptoe around this thing. We need some uh, game changers. Putting the juju on, on Dallas. That's yeah, what I'm doing right All now. I'm saying is that they're not going to blow this season to get there. And two years ago was a perfect example. We had the worst record in the league. And we got RJ, which is nice. But the Pelicans won 30-something games that year, and jumped up four spots yep. and got Zion. So you just don't know. It's a lottery, man. It's, it's not a science. A lot of this thing, in terms, <laughs> in terms of team building, there's a lot of luck involved. Listen. Simple and plain. Got screwed on that Zion deal. Yeah. A- Big time. Man. Absolutely. All right, let me, go, let me go to a couple more. Let me go to a couple more um, before we wrap. So to everybody in the chat, good conversation. Though. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. We are still hovering around. 1583 let's get those likes up hit that thumbs up button for your squad all right a couple more before we wrap let's go to um iller the canadian homers in the building iller how you feeling bro yo what's going on guys bro you had me cracking up with that one picture uh you know with the snow and stuff like that man what's with you guys out there (laughs) calling from the sky and you guys uh you guys call it the state of an emergency. <laughs> Yo, let me let me tell you something, bro. Now, depending where you live in Canada, depending where you live in Canada, we get snowfalls about the same height as Nate Robinson. I'm bro. sure. I'm sure. It's deep, and deep, uh, deep. you'll see sixty to seventy year old grannies out here shoveling outside <laughs> in their pajamas and slippers, bro. Come on, man. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yo, you called me out, bro. You, I think you had a question or something for yes. me, and yes. Uh, we, yeah, we, we need answers, bro. We need answers. The other day you called and flex. You said you hoop at the same gym as Jamal Murray and Don Maker and, and all these other guys. I need to know, Iller, are you getting buckets or are you getting the Tim Hortons orders and getting rebounds? We need answers, bro. I need somebody from that <laughs> gym to verify. Okay, please. You, your, your thoughts, please. Absolutely, bro. Uh, what it is, it's called the Athletic Institute, and what it is, it's the Basketball Academy and Camp, and right now, because of COVID, uh, there's no athletes, like, living on campus or anything like that. Uh, what it is, it's like, uh, it's Nike-sponsored, actually, and uh, they compete at the uh, OSBA. Uh, what what that is, is the Ontario Scholastic Basketball Association, and, like, players like Iggy, Jamal Murray, uh, Thonmaker, they all came out of there. Um, it's something I do part-time. I just hoop it up a little. 
Mm. Uh, I work there part time, just you know, Casual like you guys. Job. You guys Casual. like basketball, so yeah. I get involved with basketball. Yeah. And, uh, and I shoot hoops that. there, man. And uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of NCAA scouts that come there. Obviously, okay. not right now because of the whole COVID situation and the borders closed. And uh, yeah, that's what I do there. So All hopefully, right. that answers your question. It, it does, man. Just do me a favor, bro. If you're out there getting crossed up, I know you got some Knicks fan TV gear. Just keep it plain. Do not <laughs> bring the Knicks fan TV gear to the gym if you're getting crossed up out there, Ella. Please, you can't have bad advertising out there. Please, all right? Crying, <laughs> bro. I would, bro. I would never. I would never let you down, bro. Trust me, I can hoop it up, bro. I told you, man. When this whole COVID thing is uh, all finished, bro, you're more than welcome to come up here, man. I can introduce you some guys, bro. We'll we'll hoop it up together, bro. You'll see, you'll see everything. I don't doubt, man. Don't doubt, bro. Free, appreciate the call, man. Uh, shoot, you have the invitation to yeah, dust off the old. That's it, bro. The old sneakers. That's it, man. I got I got to get my knee braces, JLs. You know what oh I'm my god. Right Let's go. <laughs> Stretching ACLs out, man. I'll do the play-by-play. Play. Yeah. <laughs> so, salute to Illa, though, man. Salute to Illa. All right. Um, let's go to Colin from the Caribbean. Colin, where in the Caribbean are you at, man? Where are you at, bro? Oh, echo. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, hey. Hi. What's going on, bro? How's everything? You you sound like you're in the Caribbean, man. You sound like you laid back with the vibe hey, right now. Where are you at? Relax. I know. Yeah, little, I can't hear you guys too well, but, yeah. Yeah. I'm in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and I think somebody on the panel here is Trini, right? Somebody. Um, yep. JLS is an adopted oh. Trinidadian, not official. <laughs> he, we've, we've adopted him. Yes, he's a so he is the Soka King, the Soka okay, King of Brooklyn. Fair enough. Yes, yeah, they, they like to adopt people. I'm actually a New Yorker, but I've been adopted down here in St. Vincent, so it's all good. Okay, all right. No, uh, okay. Anyway, you guys are great. Uh, long time watcher, first time calling, and uh, I think first of all. I'm glad that Peyton had a good day, but we got to get rid of him. I mean, fuck it. Just start, Frank. <laughs> oh, family show. And while we're at family it, we need a small forward. Just put Knox in there. Let's get the boys some run, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I pre- appreciate the call, man. My, my man was on a vibe right now. He man. was so relaxed. Yeah. He even curses relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you you heard that, too. But he it was like, you know, CP's like, what's up? Well, he's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How, are, How you? are you this evening? <laughs> I'm fine. Currently, yeah. I'm under a palm tree drinking a piccolata. What about yourself? Say, bitch, oh. took all that New York edge off. Man. You're in the snow? Exactly. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's you unfortunate. can't relate. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Those are ocean waves. Oh back to basketball. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, man. Nah, salute to Kyle, man. Salute to Kyle, for sure. Um, couple, couple more before we wrap. Dan from Long Island in the building. Dan, how you feeling? What's good? I hope hope you guys are having a good night. Listen, CP, uh, I heard you on Evan Roberts' show on Saturday. Um and I'm not trying to drag Evan Roberts or drag anybody over there at the fan, but you know, and I know you got to be polite because you got to work on all these platforms. But those cats are just trying to—they're trying to—they're just trying to get some of your light, bro. Because you're onto something over here. You, you know, the fans get to speak, the fans get to give opinions, and um, they really can't offer that at WFAN no more. You know what I mean? So I'm so happy. I hope you guys never change what you're doing. I'm getting my Knicks fan TV beanie. Let's go. All it's right, to get me through the rest of the winter. Yes, sir. And um, you just keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't, it, bro. And, I, and I know there's all those bright, shiny lights, but I hope you guys don't change because 
you guys are very refreshing and you're cutting edge. Um, and also, big shout out to uh, to Jay Boogie and the, and the shut him down reference with PE. Yeah, nice. <laughs> for yeah, us nice. old heads, nice. it was yeah. really nice to hear him throw that out there. But hey, listen, here's, here's my question for tonight, guys. What is Reggie Bullock doing? Can you guys get get Macrion to explain to break down the film? Because I don't know what Bullock does that Knox can't do. I don't see that grit, grimy defense everybody's talking about. I don't see it. And Ash. You're talking about playing young players, um, which I agree with. It makes no sense that Bullock is out there and Knox isn't. Why are we, ho- yeah. you know? So I- I'm just confused. I want to win now, and I want to p- play for the future. And I just don't. I don't know what Bullock gives us I, that Knox doesn't. I mean, I know Knox doesn't have much of a motor, but I just don't see what Bullock's doing, man. I I really don't. So you know, that kid's in my crosshairs right now. Anyway, guys. Keep up the good work. I'll listen to your answers. Take care. Appreciate it, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Um, the thing with with Bullock, JL, is what I he see. He's a fan favorite. What did <laughs> um, you say? He's just one of Tim's favorites. That's he's really all favorite. it comes down to. He's his favorite. But also, though, you know, with Bullock, the, uh, compared to Knox, he gives you versatility on the defensive end. That's true, too. He may not be locked down, right? But he gives you versatility, whether it's playing a Levine tonight or playing a Donovan Mitchell, or sometimes he's playing a one, sometimes he's guarding a three, you know, whether it's a Katie or something. That That's what Bullock gives you. I'm not saying he's doing it well every night, but that's what Tibbs is looking for, somebody to give you some versatility, whether you're switching on the pick and rolls or um, things of that nature. But also on the offensive side, sometimes, sometimes, you know, may not have been there tonight. But he can give you the three. He moves without the ball fairly well. And he can be an igniter on the offense. A little bit, Jails. So I'm not, you know, again, not, not trying to, you know, big him too, too much here. I just can see why Tibbs goes there with Bullock. I can see it, too. I'm more looking at Austin Rivers, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah. I'm looking less at Bullock and more at Austin Rivers. Yeah. I'm for, for Kev's minutes, sure. For Kev's minutes, yes, for Kev's minutes. Mm-hmm. For Kev's minutes or, or Frank's minutes, to be honest with you. Either one of those guys. Yeah. So I'm just like... What is he giving you besides, you know, he had the 10 for 10 in his silence for Against three straight. <laughs> yeah. What is he giving you? And, he, yeah, I don't know. And going back to Knox, I think also Bullock, he doesn't get rattled by the changes in the game like I think Knox does. I think, you know, Knox is easily affected by his surroundings sometimes. And, you know, you don't get that with Bullock. So, except, um, except with the fourth quarter, like two seconds left. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. And I think, you know, as a coach, you want someone who's going to kind of weather the storm regardless of what the waves around him look like. And I don't think Knox is that guy. And also he's clumsy. I mean. He is. He's he's got like, age, what's man. the saying? He's got like two left feet. He's like a little Bambi out there. Man. Big, yeah. yeah. He's super yeah, close. Baby you know, like, wobbling out yeah. there in the shout, snow. Shout out to Kev, man. <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he gets it together for sure. Definitely do. Um, last call of the night. I want to go to actually two more real quick. Mike from Queens. What, what's good, Mike? How you feeling? Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, I just caught on your show last week, and I just want to let you know that uh, you guys do a great job, and I uh, really appreciate what you guys do. Uh, I wanted to talk about Alfred. Before I do, one caller made a point about tanking. I think people forget that they changed the rules with the lottery, so tanking doesn't guarantee you getting a top pick by any means. So I don't see that as the way to go. With Alfred, I think this game shows clearly that when you get production out of Alfred, the starting point guard, um, 
you know, it makes a world of difference. It makes life easier for RJ. It makes life easier for Randall. The issue is, is that these performances are few and far between. Are few and far between. So I wouldn't mind seeing the Knicks trying to upgrade uh, with the veteran that they can get on the cheap. I don't like trading for Zach Levine or or Redick or uh, Ball. Uh, you know, because when you look at the roster, you know, a lot of the guys in the rotation are just not in the Knicks' future. Yeah. Bullock, uh, you know, Noel, all those guys are not in the future. So the Knicks need a lot more talent. I do like George Hill. I think the Knicks could get him on the cheap. He can run pick and roll. He can run the point guard. He can shoot three. He plays defense. And he's under contract for next year. So worst comes to worst. If it doesn't work out, you could flip him next year for a young player, second-round yeah. pick. And uh, I think he helps the Knicks get to that 10-8 to eight spot. And I know Asher said that that might be a little short-sighted. Uh, I don't think so because I think if you can get R.J., O.B., Randall, quick, some experience, some playoff experience, I think that bodes well for the Knicks' future and helps their yeah. development. I agree. Yeah, I think the playoff the, the, the playoff experience would certainly help them. Um, George Hill, you know would George Hill play over Peyton? Would he be that big of an upgrade over Peyton? Um, I, I mean, he can shoot a three. For sure, for sure. Off ball, he, he could definitely get it there. Um, but would I mean, he come here and automatically just, you know. I'll try anything. <laughs> anything, right? Anything. Hey, I, I, I would get, man, hell, man, you know, because you know, OKC wants picks. Yeah. Here's a, here's a second. Couple Cut seconds. Peyton outright and put George Hill. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm having a hard time with this with this trade deadline stuff, man. I'm just having a hard time. And, I'm just not sure where where they go. Not sure. And I also want to clarify because I know he said, you know, making the playoffs would be short sighted. I don't think, you know, having experience, having our guys get experience in the playoffs, even if it is at the bottom seed, can hurt. What I'm saying is, is I don't want to make any drastic moves yeah, yeah. to get there. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. That's I don't have saying. an issue if we can keep our guys together and we're still able to get that 10th spot. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Get the experience. Mm-hmm. It may be a one and done, but who cares? You were yeah. in the playoffs. You were there. You know what it's like. You know how the game slows down. You know what the vibe feels like. Let's, you know, build on that for next season. But I'm not trading away a big chunk of my team to get there because I know it's going to be a one-and-done situation. So that's what I meant by that. Yeah, it just depends on the price. You know, the playoff experience will be valuable. It just depends on the price and who you bring in. What is this contract? I actually like this this George Hill idea. I'm not even going to lie. George Hill? Um, I'm not going to hold you. (laughs) Up and see. Yeah, listen, he he wouldn't be a a bad pick. I'm I'm just saying they bring him in. Um, Cut Peyton. That's what I'm saying. are Are you cutting Peyton? Straight up. Okay. Right. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> I don't need nothing. Or unless he wants to go to OKC, it's fine. You're gonna have to go through Tibbs first, right? You, <laughs> yeah, you would have to. You would have to cut Peyton, right? Yeah, like I'm not. I don't know what his. I haven't really been paying attention to OKC like that, like that this season yeah. to see how he's having this season. But we don't really need a. Uh, I don't even think we need a, a real playmaker from the point guard so spot George, right now. You know? George Just Hill needs is, to get his shots. Yeah, you need a shot. Yeah, you need a shot maker. But his name is quickly. That's why I don't see the point. But you know, I get it. Um, <clears throat> George Hill's making ten mil. Ten, uh, nine point nine point five this year, and then ten next year. Mm. And then you can always, I guess, you can flip him in the summer if you need to, too. Sir, he's, he's, a, he's an expiring. He's an expiring too. Yeah, so yeah. nine point five, and then ten next year. So. How old is he? George Hill. He's he's thirty four right now. Thirty four. Mm. George Hill. Part of the Kawhi Leonard trade, a little trivia for you people. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Indiana Pacers drafted Kawhi Leonard, not the Spurs, Jails. Yeah, all right. I'm going to dig, dig more on Hill yeah. after this to see. It was a draft night swap. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard and George Hill. All right, okay. no one cares. Okay, except right. for, me, except for maybe, <laughs> maybe Dylan, the Spurs fan. All right, I care. Cares. I'm just like, get me a point guard that yeah, can shoot. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> Last call of the night. Um, let's go to the closer, new closer tonight, Chris Blake. Finally caught us live. Chris, what's going oh. on, bro? You are the closer. Yes, what's going on? Oh, uh, man, that put me on the spot. I thought Jay Boogie would have handled the closing, man. You got me out there ruffling. Um, but, yeah, like, appreciate y'all calling, you know, doing y'all thing. Mm-hmm. Jay Boogie, I mean, Jay Ellis, mm-hmm. you know, CP, Ashley, y'all been doing a wonderful job holding it down. Um, I really wanted to call in because of that J.J. Reddick um, comment that was thrown out. Mm-hmm. And dude was old. He shoots thirty percent. I don't even know why we were going there, but y'all shot that down right out the sky. So I appreciate that. Um, I really, you know, I put the stupid chat. You don't need to do anything, in my opinion. Like we have youth on the bench that's just sitting there developing. You got draft picks. We have a bunch. We have cap space. We have abundance of riches. We're winning. We're developing. I don't even see the need to really make a win now play because what do we do? We make the playoffs. We get sweeped in four games or. We win a couple games here or there. We play playoff basketball every night, short in rotation, slow down game. Like, we're not really getting much out of it by doing that in, what, another arena? You know what I mean? I think we just need to take our time, be patient, as I've been saying for the three years. We're doing the right thing. We're making the right moves. Let's just calm it down and see where this team is at the end of the year or year two or even three. You might be surprised if you just let these players grow. Yeah, I would love to just see them grow, you know, with, with uh, get some chemistry here. Um, even bring consider bringing a Burks back, um, Rivers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure, but uh, yeah, listen, <laughs> you know, uh, Rivers for Rivers for Hill. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> no, he's, 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 no. yeah. R- Chuck R- R- D said, Chuck D said, George Hill would be perfect for the 2012 Knicks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. That's what I'm saying. Like George Hill did his days, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's, a, it's a no for me. That's, on that. I'm just uh, these, these. I need moves. some shooting, man. I, I need everything out of here, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Listen, to me, the shooting that you need is quickly. Quickly. Burks okay, but then. Up, Bullock to be more consistent and unleash corner boy Kev again. Yeah, but then after quickly, then what? Oh, yeah, then we're screwed. Then we go into the draft. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, the problem, game, you have guys, the ignoring, yeah. ignoring Obi in the, in, in the second unit. A- absolutely, man. I, I don't know. It's it, Listen, all the answers and everything's not going to be solved in one year. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not going to be solved in one year, so this is just this is just year one. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is just year one, man. So I need a younger George Hill there. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. But when you build that time machine, we can go ahead and make that happen. Yeah, it's almost done. You, you joking? Hi <laughs> <laughs> guys, I told you. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. Got it. Great, great, great show as usual. Hey, good win, man. Good win. Great conversations. Great calls. All the way around, man. Um, definitely glad to uh, have everybody back here. Jails, go ahead and, and I'll sign out, bro. Yeah, definitely check out um, Nick Time Show. We on all audio platforms. It is SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Also find us on YouTube.com slash Nick Time Show. Please like and subscribe to the video over there. Subscribe to our channel. And also watch our blog at thenickycontroshow.com. Catch some merch over there. And shout out to the writers who contribute to the blog. Uh, Mikey, Ken, all you guys contribute. Shout out to you guys. That is all. Back to you, Ashley. Peace. Yes, sir. Thank you.
What's up, everybody? First and foremost, I once again apologize to my Finnish brothers and sisters. <laughs> I will not make the same mistake again. Um, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Cole Moss. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. And keep a lookout for new stuff coming your way. CP and I have some things we're working on, and we can't wait to share it with you guys. Yes, sir. And uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. 107-103, bounce back, clap back win by Julius and the squad. Leave some comments, man. Let us know what you guys thought about the game. Continue the conversation after this video goes off. Uh, we do have a Discord group as well. If you guys want to continue the conversation on Discord, we will send you guys the link. Also on Twitter, man, we have private Twitter groups. Uh, for you guys to join so the conversation is always continuing we're always on always talking Knicks remember this show is available in audio podcast format Apple Podcasts um, Google Podcasts Amazon Alexa Stitcher Spotify all the major ones so uh, no reason to miss it if you can't make it on video you can always catch it on audio podcast format and uh, yeah man great show great great show we'll be back Saturday Knicks take on Dame Dollars and the Blazers Ooh. Dame just eviscerated Brody and the Wizards the other night. Washed up these bulls last week as well. So we owe Dame, but man, oh man, that boy's been a assassin. So hopefully we get that bounce back win at home. Mellow coming home again. So hopefully uh, we return the favor after we lost those guys in a tough one against the Portland Trailblazers. A couple more super chats that I want to shout out. Shout out my brother Ron Hansley. Ron had uh, something to say about Peyton. And the uh, burner account. He said that Elf Peyton burner account is about to go off tonight. Yeah, he just might. I'm about to go on Twitter and check it out right now. <laughs> Salute to Fritz Francois. Says, um, hold on. Welcome to the top. Fritz Francois says, why does Austin hate Hobie? He won't pass to him. That is true. That's a good question. Yo, Austin is tunnel vision like a mug. Tunnel I vision. Need, I need a collage. I need, like, like a video montage of Obi running down the middle with his hands out like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Pascal, Pascal says, am I the only one down to trade Obi in first rounders for Levine? Yes, probably. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, says, salute to the chat, salute to the panel. One time for the mods. I predict that IQ will be starting after the All-Star break. Tibbs was whack for yanking him after the turnover. Yeah, that was whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Soto, appreciate it. Arshik Saeed says, vote Julius for the All-Star game. Love your work, bro. Keep it up. He's got the popcorn ready. Arshik, definitely appreciate you. Pascal, Pascal says, I'm so ready to send those Mavs first-rounders over and even a first-round of our own this year or future year for Levine. Dude, it's a killer. I don't know, Pascal. Um, I don't think our GM actually is going for that one either. I don't think so. uh, where am I? I'll have to look over the details. Yeah, Your people will talk to my people. I'll get back to you. Uh, Paul Robinson says, everybody cannot get into the lane all the time. We need floor spacers to start IQ. I think his day is going to come. I think his day is going to come. The Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, everybody throw a PE in the chat. Says, G League can be a new legacy build, like how those 60 Celtics molded cats of the Spurs. Frank, DSJ, Knox, even Obi should play together in the G League. Replace Elf, Bullock, and Rivers, maybe Burks, when ready in one to two years. Ari says, since all you want to do is pick up Randall's option, what do you do at next year's deadline? Trade him for half the value or extend him for the max money? We don't know what the value is. You know what I'm saying? What, what are, you, you, you don't know you, what you can get for him right now. 
you're speaking as if he's already speaking as his as if it's a fluke and it's predetermined. Yeah. Like that is a fluke. When the man's three point percentage is up to thirty nine percent this year and he's still playing defense. So right. I don't think I don't think it's a fluke, Ari. I might have to let that go. Yeah. And the answer to that question is I don't know. <laughs> Wait and see. Don't know, man. Uh, Paul Robinson says it can be average or trash for five years. It's all possible, certainly. Teddy Sanders, I don't give a damn what Peyton did. Get him out of here, please. <laughs> Joe Knight says salute all young brothers and Ash. Respect for the true Knicks fans. Stop hating on tapes. We got a real coach and coach of Bruin. And my guy, Idiot O'Gala, says appreciate you guys. Idiot definitely appreciates you, my bro. That is all. Great show, everybody. See you Saturday. Matinee edition. Knicks versus Blazers. We out of here. Have a good one, people. Peace.